everyone. This is Monica Go from here from Orlando, Florida today. And I have a beautiful invite. Her name is Naz Turkey and she's on the other side of the world in South Africa. She was one of the top women in 100 successful women in business. We had the time to click, mingle, enjoy. And I love her testimony. I love the way things just came up for her life. And I just want to welcome you today, Ms. Naz Turkey, uh, to the Monica Go podcast. And we have a lot to talk today. How about that? Thank you. And I know it's morning on your side, so a warm afternoon from my side. Thank you so much, Monica, for having me. I And you're right, we just picked exactly you're so naz is in our future right now okay so they are in our future and we want to hear a little bit about you especially your testimony especially what took you to these finances what made you that finance guru that she is she's a woman that helps other women around the world and i just love it the way that she brings in all of her gifts and talents to help others that are in need. Tell us a little about your story, sweetheart. I think, you know, um, one has to walk the path and one has to be a, a survivor. That's what I've realized. And you have to speak from a place of truth. Um, and coming from the financial industry for the last 28 years didn't actually make me realize what changes I could make in people's lives. And, and I always wanted to be a change maker. And I thought being in the industry, that is exactly what I was doing. But until I had a tragic incident that happened to me, and I think that was then my true calling that has come to life, that has rooted into meeting successful women like yourself and the other hundred successful women that I got to meet in, in, in London. And, and I think having had the knowledge is one thing and I think people always look at knowledge and think oh you've got a degree you have an MBA you know you you're professional but I think the, the path to you living a life of purpose and passion is actually if you've lived through something and you've survived something that teaches you different lessons in life and those lessons are the lessons that I try to showcase in my mentoring, in my motivational speaking, in, in coaching my clients, in coaching women to find financial freedom, to find their own fearless power, as I call it. What took you, because some people get stuck when they're in the hardest time of their life. People, when they're in the pit, it's hard to get out of there. Some people just stay there. What took you to another dimension? What took you out of the pit to really understand that you were able to do something else out of not thinking only about yourself, but somebody else? What was that key, that key note right there? I think this part that you actually don't know and your viewers are gonna to get to know, um, the changing point, that, that turning point, I was at my lowest in 2015. And I turned to God and I turned to the Almighty and to have a change of heart for myself. So I had to first think from within. And the biggest change was losing my mom. So I had lost my mom in 2015. And I had the tragedy happen to me and that freak accident in 2014. So in 2015, my entire life shifted. Uh, I'm an only child. I had lost my dad two years before that. So losing my mom 
actually took me to the lowest lowest point of my life mm. and in her memory in her always seeing me as the strong woman she was always a woman that gave back she was a woman that you know helped communities helped society always wanted to help women and i never actually saw what she did until that very moment of losing my pillar losing that one person that was my best friend you know my husband's always been there my family's always been there but your mom you know your mom has brought you into this world you know she she has this different connection with you and that was actually my turning point so it took me 2 years i had had gone really really rock bottom um i had to make lots of decisions i had to seek from within and and i think one of the lessons that i learned is to speak from your truth mm. to speak from a place that sees your passion but it also sees your pain so i spoke from my pain more than anything else uh because i knew what it was to be hurt as as a human being as a business owner um my business had suffered and then as an entrepreneur and as a mom and as a wife i also suffered because i i just couldn't connect with life and i couldn't connect with my purpose so even though i did what i did um i had to find my purpose and i had to find what i loved and i loved helping people but at the same time i first had to help myself so i had to put on that oxygen mask and breathing that oxygen healthy oxygen and 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 relife rewrite that chapter all over again uh but the chapter from a positive place i think that's the important thing um and to give off from you know whether your cup is half full or half empty but you know that you're giving off the correct part of you and the part that is going to not only assist other people but assist you because remember when you give you also find fulfillment you're planting so here you. <laughs> i think that's beautiful man you know yesterday i was talking with one of the women that i mentor and it exactly that point it's sometimes you try to give things out of your knowledge out of your brain and you try to understand things out of your brain but there's a difference that happens when that knowledge comes down to your heart and you're able to share out of your heart it makes a super big difference because that's what makes you so unique because you understood that losing your mom without really knowing how valuable she was at the time you had to lose it to understand it and the beautifulness that sometimes we lose when we're in the pit that is the best place for launching into a new time of your life. I think that is so grand. There was so much hurt, your dad, your mom, and not only that, being able to use your own talents to be able to give someone else. Tell us a little bit about those 20 years, 28 years of experience. How has it catapulted other people, other women that are in need? That is so key. for us today because this will be an inspiration sprinkle of of inspiration for others that would love to know how does this work i think you know everyone wants to have a plan you know in life you want to um grow up get educated you know uh, find the right job find the right partner have a lovely family you know everyone thinks there's an a to z to life and then life doesn't happen like that and we get very disappointed and most of the time the disappointment either lies with your life skills in life 
And that life skills then goes with money. And every disappointment that a person has in life, whether you didn't find the right job is because you didn't get the right income that you were looking for, or the value to the to your services that you thought you were entitled to get paid, for example. Uh, you want to buy the right home that involves money. Uh, you want to travel that involves money. Part of being in a marriage and having to give to that marriage has a financial give and take. So everything boils down to money. And that for me was the biggest lesson that I felt that I could enhance in a person's life. And one of the key points is that women tend to give more than their counterparts, than their male counterparts. Because a man has been given this authority that firstly, they're the breadwinners, which has changed dramatically in our environment. More and more women are breadwinners. More and more women are earning more than men, but they have not taken on the responsibility in terms of their financial growth in terms of their financial well-being hmm. are they saving enough have they put money away for their retirement plan and are they planning for that next holiday they would plan for the whole family you know they'll plan their children's uh, entire schooling life they'll know exactly which schools from tertiary to you know universities and everything but do they actually plan their lives and i think that's where i come in and i think that's where the difference is in terms of financial coaching do you have a budget? What is your budget? Not your household budget. Because we're very good at household budgets. But are we good with our own personal budget? Um, and in terms of what are you saving for your future? Yes, I understand your family's future. But I come back, I can't, I bring it down to you. What are you doing for you? What are you and doing I think, for you? What are you doing for you? That is so key. You know, with, uh, with my coaching, and I understand it so well, that I'm gonna to have to get some coaching from you. I love it. Because when when women, as well as you well said it, women give their all. You give a woman a house and she brings in the whole family together. She builds this beautiful place to arrive that you call home. And that's the beauty of women. Uh, but at the same time, women give so much that as you said, they forget about themselves. They don't have that balance in certain things. They become so powerful in some other things, but they leave themselves for the last. And I think it's very well known as, as the Bible as I read says you need to love your neighbor as you love yourself right but so you need to really start loving yourself to be able to love your neighbor whether it's your family your husband your kids and I think that that part that you're stating right there is so so powerful that makes a big difference now tell me a little bit about that safe houses where women go there and that you're helping these women that are in that place T talk about that safe house how is how does it look in south africa how does it seem is it a little bit different from here in the states or from another place in the world could you tell us a little bit about that so unfortunately, like most most countries out there, I mean, South Africa is not immune to it. We have a huge problem in terms of gender-based violence. Um, and a lot of those women have been put in vulnerable positions where unfortunately, based on the violence, they've had to go underground. You know, they've got to go into safety where they've had to leave their loved ones or their families, per se, not knowing where they are. Uh, for a period of time until they've actually grown to take back their own power to learn how to adjust back into society as individuals 
right? So there's different types of homes. You know, you've got homes that are for the younger woman, the middle-aged woman, the more professional woman, because society, you know, unfortunately is very cruel. So, you know, if you're a professional woman, say you're a doctor or a lawyer, you're well-known in society, you don't want to be put together in a little room or place where there's little teenagers or little young women under the age of 25 that's going through the same thing. You are a mature woman. So obviously your needs are a lot more different. So does the safe homes are different according to your, you know, your status, your gender, in terms of, I won't say gender, but culture, because, you know, South Africa has a huge cultural influence in terms of uh, different languages, different religions. So, you know, you've also got to be conscious of that. So exactly. we have different types of safe homes according to a woman's culture, religion, and so forth. Um, and I think what the what each of the safe ho- homes do, and I do a lot of talks to them. Firstly, it's very very private, so you'll never see me putting it on Instagram or on social media or anything of that sort. It is something that's done very personal. Um, it's my way of giving back as well. Exactly. And I think for that, it's it's highly important to note that these people are scared. These women are scared. It's taken a lot, a lot out of them to firstly own up that they were a gender-based violence victim. And they now need to take their power back and they need to be their own heroes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yes. You know, they need to be their own heroes. They need to stand up for themselves. And in most cases, it's the financial element. They can work on the emotional element, Mm -hmm. but how do you take your power back to be able to pay your own bills, open up your own bank account, you know, see through the finances that you were never able to do because you'd given that power to someone else. And my financial coaching is, I, I would generally do a talk to a group of women and then I'll do individual coaching. And the individual will go according to whatever that person's need is. Look, they also got to first get comfortable. They got to trust you. You know, there's a trust and integrity. Um, And remember, those are all the things that they've suffered. So working with a life coach is ideal for me because the life coach opens up that door for me as a financial coach to find them at the right space when they're comfortable to talk about money. Exactly. And I think that's one of the hardest things for any human being sometimes is to confront themselves, to to say the truth to themselves, because you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to see that part, that dark part of your life, because you don't want to be embarrassed with yourself and you don't want to touch that that already hurts you. And I think when you're able to bring that out of somebody, that is the first place for healing. And I just want to make a little, uh, a little um, talk here. I just want to let you know that Naz Turkey World, she's going to be, she's already in this uh, 100 most successful women in business book. I'm in it too. (laughs) I love it. And you're going to listen and you're going to be able to read a little bit. You're going to be able to find this book in Amazon. And, uh, and while we, we, we keep on going a little bit more into our, our podcast today and obviously into our YouTube, because I just started my YouTube all over again, and uh, you're going to be featured in it, my dear and lovely self. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so give us, give us a little bit of, of, of your back, uh, your life, your, uh, that intimate part of your life. 
Is Naz married? Does she have kids? Does she have a man that backs her up? Or is she a solo woman? Tell us a little bit about that intimate place. Well, America's the love of my life. Mm -hmm. uh, How sexy. January 2023 would be 30 years. 30, 30, 30 years, years Naz. That is years. amazing. You look gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Life over you, honey. Time flies <laughs> over you. I have two beautiful children. I've got a son and a daughter. And I've recently, in the last uh, couple of months, I've inherited a new son. So my daughter's gotten married. And uh, and my son's already married. So he's an attorney in South Africa. And my daughter's a teacher. So I have two beautiful uh, adult kids. I don't have emptiness syndrome because I love to travel. So my husband's bags are packed and ready at any go. <laughs> So, I'm, 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 I just want to put it out there. I definitely don't have empty syndrome at the moment because I think as moms and as parents, you know, everyone asks you, oh, do you have empty, empty, you know, I, no, 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 I don't. I am very comfortable. Um, I miss them a lot, you know, now that they're all out of the house. Um, but my husband and I are just enjoying getting to know each other again. I think that's the key. That's why your boyfriend and girlfriend all over again. I yes, love going it. Date nights. I love those date nights. Yay. I love it. So tell me a little bit, uh, Miss Turkey. I know that you were in Turkey lately, but that was because of your name or just because you wanted to go out and just visit Turkey? Tell me. Tell us. Listen, everybody's been asking me, when Mrs. Turkey goes to Turkey, what is she going to do? Well, I blogged my trip. And I think the highlight for me was, in South Africa, I won't lie, I get really really uh pissed to a certain point of where does the surname come from and i always use the ottoman empire you know as 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 the reason behind it so now i got to actually experience what the ottoman empire was all about on my trip to turkey and it was beautiful for the, for the person that has had the surname for so long and never got to see the country so it was very refreshing to see such warm people um and they were quite shocked that their country has my name on my passport. Um, I, I was told it's forbidden, so I'm special. So I'm going to just live with that. Um, I love it. And it in, was, the it States, in the States, you would be like our Thanksgiving meal. Like I the know. beautiful lady that came here. Listen, I was Thanksgiving all, all these years. In South Africa, every single person I met, they were like, oh, are we meeting for Thanksgiving? Oh, are you the leftovers for Christmas? Are we stuffed? So my answer would always be, listen, I, can't I just be turkey from the country? You know, the chocolate is so tasty. Let me be a Turkish delight in your life. Why do I have to be the bird? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love the Turkish coffee. I was there like three years ago and this coffee drives me like, oh my God, I love it. But let, what's your plans? What's, com what's coming? in the near future for NAS Turkey? Well, look, I think one of my biggest triumphs, so one of my, my, my biggest passion and, and purpose in life was to have a global platform. Um, you know, to be able to meet like-minded women like myself, and I got to meet you and many other women. And I would love to take my passion across the globe. Yes. You know, invite other women that want to learn, that want to teach, 
uh, that want to build other women, that want to have that pick the woman up syndrome and not pull her down syndrome. I think that's very important. And one of the biggest lessons that I've learned by traveling and by seeing different people is that as women, it doesn't matter from which country you come from, which continent you come from, what your culture is, what your religion is. As women, um, we all want the same things in life, but we all at different stages in our life. And I think financial coaching has taught me that it doesn't matter the age you are, it's never too late to learn. It's never too late to find independence. It's never too late to take your power back. And I think watch the space because Monica Go could be coming to South Africa next. I love it. Yes, we will. And we're planning something delightful. And when it comes to pass, we will have Nas Turkey again in the Monica Go podcast and on YouTube. I just want to close this time. Uh, Nas, would you give women right now, even men, whoever is listening, the, like your quote of giving them the, the, the start, the launch of something different in their life, being their original self unapologetically and being everything that they were called to be. What would you say to them? I think the lesson that I learned, so I'm going to give them a lesson that I learned, is to stand up after you listen to me, just go to the mirror and look at yourself and tell yourself, I love you and I am worthy of all abundance. And I think with anything, abundance is key because not, not you, not me, can ever let anyone be who their true self is until they believe in themselves. So until you learn to love yourself, learn to believe that abundance is open to you. Because remember, I'm the money lady. So you got to believe in abundance. I teach abundance. You I know? love it. So abundance for me is key. So I think looking in the mirror. So my mantra every morning is Naz, I love you. Naz, I am worthy. Naz, I am abundance. I am loved and I am appreciated and I'm respected. Monica Go, I'm worthy. Monica Go, I'm worthy. Hold of abundance. Let's start practicing. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Nas Turkey, you are a heart, a delight. You are a precious woman. I am honored to have you in the Monica Go podcast and in the YouTube channel. I just want to honor you for the difference that you're making one woman at a time protecting their privacy protecting their environment but protecting womanhood in every sense and i just want to thank god for you for your family for your country and for what god has planned for us in the near future we're going to revolutionize south africa and with other invites as well so nas I love you. God bless you, sweetheart. And we will see you soon. And remember, people, Monica Go. Remember, you need to give it a go because God already gave a go for you. Bye. <laughs>